0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now podcast, where we tell true stories of survivors, of true crime, natural disasters, and everything else in between. How's it going, Michelle? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. good.
1: I've got these delightful drinks here that I've been drinking all morning on an empty stomach, so um,
0: (laughs) I'm feeling pretty awesome. Drink responsibly. (laughs) Don't follow what (laughs) Michelle
1: does.
0: Uh, what is it? Uh, what do
1: we call it? A, A boozy coffee freeze. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, essentially, blended coffee with booze in it. Mm-hmm. So, Caitlin went to Starbucks yeah. and got us a venti iced coffee, mm-hmm. no ice. So, we threw that into the blender with a bunch of ice. Mm-hmm. And then we added some caramel vodka and some of that delicious Five Farms Irish cream. Mm-hmm. Topped it with a little bit of coffee granulars mm-hmm. to make it yummy or, I don't know, decorate it. Yeah. Oh, good God. Fancy. Girl. Fancy. Thank you.
0: Uh... <laughs> All right, well... Um, we just picked our winners. Oh, yes, we did. For our
1: 100th episode.
0: So we have three winners, which is awesome. Ooh, you'll see that video that's mm-hmm. coming out. It should be out already, yeah. <laughs> yeah I guess so, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going to maybe figure out how we can make a link so you can buy your own if you want. Or oh, yeah. That's smart. Yeah, because
1: yeah. um, we can do with a link Perfect. Perfect. with that. Oh, so uh, thank
0: you to everyone who... Uh, did a part of the giveaway. It was so much fun. We had a lot more people than the first time. Know. So that was awesome. Um,
1: Your odds were a little bit less for winning this yeah. time as opposed to last time. I yeah. think just about everyone who entered won. Yeah. Except for that poor much. person that didn't, the one. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so are you ready to get into it already? Fuck yeah. Let's just do it. All right. Oh, man. Kick us off, Caitlin. So this story is about Jack O'Neill. Okay. And he is 27 years old and it is June 15th to 2021 in Hoth, Ireland. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: I'm not sure where the, in Ireland that is, no, but... No, either. That's okay. But, I'm like, how close is it to Five Farms?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Jack and his two friends met up and to swim at the lion's head. This area, though, was inaccessible to swimming, but...
1: They were like, forget it. We're just going in anyway. Pretty much, yeah. Is this a
0: natural water... This is uh, right off the coast, so this is like off the ocean. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jack is an avid swimmer, like since he was three years old. And for the past two years, him and his friends would swim twice a week in open water very often. Mm. So they're used to swimming. A oh my lot. gosh,
1: I watched this video. Sorry, uh-huh. I don't mean to <laughs> interrupt, but. It was, I think they were in Hawaii, Uh and a drone was above them taking this film. And Uh so it's just these two people, like, just hanging out in the water. And there is a giant shark, (gasps) like, just swimming around. At one point, the dude, like, backs up into the shark, and they still don't even know it's there.
0: Oh, my gosh. Like, they're just
1: hanging out, completely oblivious, and there's this, like, dark shape in the water.
0: Oh, my gosh. So,
1: anyway, now I have goosebumps, and I'm scared. (laughs) So, sorry. Back
0: to Jack. So, he is also very athletic. He's a rugby player and a CrossFit athlete. So, I'm he's like, in... Do we have a picture of Jack? <laughs> we do. Um, Actually, here. I will show you... Oh. Hi, Jack. <laughs> Good word. <laughs> so... Um- But on this day, even as a strong swimmer, he states, never underestimate the power of the ocean. Mm, Indeed. So they get to the lion's head. They had to use a rope to climb down to get to this area. So it's inaccessible for people to swim, but
1: they're like, we can do it. We're adventurers. We're young.
0: When they got there, we're good looking. (laughs) (laughs) When they got there, there was this They had big swells in this area, but it was nothing that they hadn't uh, tackled before.
1: Okay. This is making me very nervous already.
0: (laughs) So, they swam in many swells before, and looking at this, it didn't look any different than all the other ones they've done before. Okay, They still did some precaution things before they went in. So, usually what they'll do, they will have one person go in, just to make sure instead of all three of them just jump in oh, and start Oh, so they swimming. have,
1: like, someone to rescue them if it's overwhelming right. or something. Yep.
0: They would look at the currents and plan how they would get out of the water. So they would have an exit strategy. So they, wow. you know.
1: Okay. So they're pretty prepared. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For so, swimming
1: in these illegal waters.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Jack was the one to jump in for the first one. But once he was in the water, he realized that there was a miscalculation. Oh, it
1: was not business as usual. Mm -hmm.
0: He states, I knew when I got in that the swell was bigger than we thought. Mm. So I swam around to the exit, and when I got there, I just couldn't get out. Every time I got to the rocks, another swell would come. So one of his friends actually tried to help, but actually they got swept in as well. (gasps) So now you got two people in the water. But his friend was able to pull himself out at that exit. Jack was still having issues. And every time he tried, a swell would come in and sweep him under.
1: Well, I didn't have a whole... I mean, I've always had respect for the ocean. But I didn't fully understand until we were in Maui. We went to Breakneck Beach. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize it was called that at the point. It was like (laughs) big beach. So we went out. We went swimming and trying to get... Back into the shore Mm -hmm. was a nightmare. I mean, I just remember at one point, like, I just got somersaulted all around. Really? Yeah. And it's just like, just trying to get in. So you really had to time it. You had to essentially just let a wave bring you in. Mm. And then you had to, like, hightail it out of the ocean as fast as you could as soon as you hit ground.
0: Right. Before it swept you in.
1: But so many times, you would try and you would just get... Another wave would just crash on top of you, and then mm-hmm. you'd just be tumbling, and
0: wow, it's very scary. Oh yeah, you know? <laughs>
1: it's like oh it's my terrifying. gosh, this is this is way more, I guess, violent maybe mm-hmm. than I expected.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh, a sway- so then another wave came and actually dragged Jack farther away into a little cove. It was very steep and almost vertical sides, Ugh. and that's where he was repeatedly pounded against these rocks. Oh
1: my god. <laughs>
0: I know. This is so scary. So he was trying to keep his head above water. He states it was like being in a washing machine. Yes, like, that's exactly yeah, how I felt. Right. Oh my God, poor Jack. Ugh. So Jack eventually stopped trying to get out and just focus on pushing himself off the rocks with his feet so he can get some Get air. out
1: of that cove. hmm mm-hmm.
0: Ugh. His friends on the rocks called the Coast Guard as soon as he was unable to get out of the first exit. Mm. Jack knew they would do this because that is one of their protocols. If any sign of struggle, they called the Coast Guard. So they
1: already have this well planned ahead.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. So he just kept trying to get air. His friends were yelling to him to just float. Just mm. float on your back. Um, don't fight the current, you know. But mm-hmm. he states... But it was almost like a little vortex that I kept getting caught in. I was starting to get so tired because I was also spending a lot of my time underwater.
1: Ah, so you're just holding your breath the whole time, Mm -hmm. trying not to drown. Yeah. Trying to just barely get your head above water. Oh, my
0: God. Oh, this is so stressful. God. He was trying to stay calm, but he was panicking internally. Yeah. Which is rightfully so. Yeah.
1: Jack, I'm panicking with you right here.
0: He states, the one thing I kept thinking was that I can't have it be that I'm going to die from drowning. There's just no way I can allow this to happen. I've been swimming since I was three, ables. Like, come on. So, actually, finally, there was a break. And he was able to push himself out of this cove. So, he's out of the cove now.
1: With his powerful, strong legs. Yes. (laughs)
0: Uh, so once he was out of this cove, he actually swam as hard as he could to get into the middle of the ocean. So Ugh. he's away from the rocks.
1: Okay, okay. So he's heading further out. Yes. Okay.
0: He's, yeah. That's he's probably going safe because,
1: I mean, you're not being, again, just crashed and crashed and crashed mm-hmm. against rocks
0: absolutely okay so he makes it there but he's so tired yeah (laughs) he's so tired but he was able to swim down the shore a little bit sideways Mm. and see another cove that was less of like
1: less rocky and terrifying pretty much maybe an oasis of (laughs) non-waves i don't know
0: So, he was able to pull himself out of the rocks. He climbed as far as he could, but his fingertips were all cut and bloody from <sighs> all the times he tried to grab the rocks. Yeah. So, his hands are just cut up.
1: Now sharks are coming. Yeah. And, oh.
0: So, he collapses from exhaustion and is just waiting to be rescued. He was freezing and his vision was going in and out. Oh, God. So well, was... yeah,
1: I can't imagine that the, Ir- the Irish coast is wildly warm ireland coast irish coast i don't know yeah. what you would call it
0: but yeah no i agree i bet that i think uh, it's like
1: oregon coast here where it's just cold and
0: super cold yeah Ugh.
1: we're not swimming in la or hawaii yeah or right
0: but it was thanks to his friends and fast thinking that the coast guard and the rnli lifeboat arrived 20 minutes after they uh he was having issues oh wow mm-hmm. he was sent to the hospital where he spent three days recovering that's a long time i know right his friend actually who was swept in also had to get 20 stitches on his hands because he also I was trying was... to grab
1: a hold of the rocks mm-hmm. oh my gosh
0: luckily he recovered with no major injuries Ugh. and i know <laughs> I <was> like what <laughs> i know right being pounded against uh i'm surprised he didn't have
1: like head injuries and all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff oh. No, nope.
0: but now it's six weeks later and jack is back to swimming.
1: He's like, hell yeah, I'm going back into that ocean.
0: His fingertips uh, scars are fading, so his hands are also healed. I feel like he and I live different lives. (laughs) Same. I'd be like, you know
1: what? I'm done ocean swimming forever. (laughs) Too bad.
0: But Jack is alive because all the small actions him and his friends taken before, like not swimming alone, having a phone nearby, and calling 112 to call the Coast Guard as soon as they realize anyone is in trouble. Yeah. They say the two reasons people drown is that they overestimate their own ability and they underestimate the risk. Mm, Yep. Jack states, my friends have said that we should feel embarrassed for what happened. Yes, we made a mistake, but I still have so much pride for myself and my friends that we did those little things that made the difference between me living and dying.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The ocean is crazy, man. Oh, yeah. It's just... Yeah. Anyway.
0: Jack (laughs) went back to see the Coast Guard and the RNLI afterwards to thank them for saving his life. Aww. Uh, They also... Another thing that people pass away from drowning is because it may be hot outside but the water is still really cold so when people jump in uh it's a shock to their body Mm. and they can't breathe and they said that usually the the cold man i forgot what it's called it was in this story but the cold shock lasts three minutes but that's enough time to drown. Yeah. Because you can't breathe and you're in shock. Well, and and I think
1: you start to cramp up too. Mm -hmm. And so, and I think a lot of people don't realize like how hard it is to move your limbs when you're cramping up, Mm -hmm. you know, and then it just sort of sink like a rock almost.
0: Well, that's what they said. They said, if you're in that situation, float on your back. Mm. People need to learn. I, I guess I never realized that people don't know how to float on their back. When
1: I was on the swim team, Uh we actually had to do quite a bit of um, survival training Mm -hmm. in water. And so they would make us come like with a big sweatshirt Mm -hmm. and jeans and shoes. And we had to get into the water like that. Mm. And then we had to like for an hour float there. Oh, wow. That was the entire practice that day is you had to learn how to float with all your crap on and stay in the water for a really long time. And so they showed us the dead man's float uh-huh. where it, you, you're on actually your face down into the water uh-huh. and you let your, um, arms and legs sort of just float there. Like uh-huh. you don't have, you're not using any effort to okay. keep there. And then you just sort of lift your head up to breathe every now and again. Oh, interesting. And so it help it keeps you rested. Uh-huh. And that's like the big thing is it's a lot of effort to actually even try to float when you've got all your clothes on or uh-huh. you're in the ocean or whatever. And so we just had to float and you lift your head up every now and again then you just put your face right back in the water. And oh. I think it's also supposed to keep you, exposure uh, is minimized because you're not fully out in the yeah. sun with the rays coming at your face and right. everything, you're mostly in the water. Okay, um, interesting. That's what we learned, you know, but that was back in the you know, early 90s or whatever, <laughs> <laughs>
0: so things may
1: have changed since mm-hmm.
0: then. That's very interesting because we went to the lake yesterday, and we were swimming and such, and if I got tired, you know, I'd go back on shore, of course, before anything, but i also just float on my back just to give me some...
1: A little breather. A little
0: breather, and I was just hanging out. I'm like, okay, and then start, but some of my friends were like, I don't know how to float on my back, and I was just... You just get up there and then it just happens. But they say they just sink. It's just so interesting to me.
1: I know. Well, all those bitches with muscles, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) Me, I float like crazy. I know. I'm 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 hella buoyant. That's
0: what I was about to say. Like, I am very buoyant. I can float like no other. But... Well, and especially
1: when you're in salt water, it's much easier to float. Mm. You're just way more buoyant in salt water than you are right. in fresh water. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would say uh, learning to float is very yeah, important. Absolutely.
0: And... So please be safe because it's still summer and it's still so hot here. So. Oh,
1: I know. Jeez. I read a thing that by it was like by twenty twenty forty or twenty fifty, mm-hmm. the majority of the United States is supposed to be a an extreme heat zone. Really, there was another word for it, but it was like it would get over 120 <gasps> or 125 degrees, like more than five days a year or something really? like that. and that's what we. But I mean, we're seeing it already. Like we've had well, not temperatures here. Well, well here up over to 100, like 110. Yeah. I think wasn't last year. Didn't oh, make last year here?
0: it was like 117 or 115. Yeah, yeah that's and true. So,
1: the majority of the country will be part of an extreme really? heat area.
0: Dude, that day, that was 117. Nick and I don't have AC, so we were just taking turns, taking cold showers yeah. like just standing there just in cold water yeah. so It was so hot it was unbearable now we have a little portable ac unit so we have one we're surviving. in our,
1: our bedroom yeah that's what we like, have it i feel like a jerk going to bed at like seven o'clock at night yeah. but it's so hot and there's nowhere cool in the house we just keep
0: it on and now my electricity bill is a little high but you know what it's, it's worth it, it. yeah <laughs>
1: definitely worth it being able to sleep at night yeah. is such a thing it is Ugh.
0: oh my goodness but so I'm so happy for Jack I like I said the water can we I- maybe
1: take a look at his picture one more time <laughs> come on Jack I feel per-
0: ooh <laughs> But no, so, uh, but, okay, yes. Everyone, please be careful. Jack, so happy that you were okay and safe. And, and still
1: swimming. Still
0: swimming, Like, man. that
1: is what's impressive to me. It's like, he just got right back on the horse. And I mean,
0: six weeks, that's, that's like, pretty amazing. It's spending three days in the hospital. To recover, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's not
1: nothing. No. That's, you know, I was thinking, you know, by the next day he's released. And you would
0: think, like, just like, oh, just let's, uh look at you just to check make yeah. sure you're okay but like you should stay for a few more days yeah just in that's case. that's a little more serious yeah for sure
1: okay michelle it is your turn i don't even want to talk about my story now caitlin unfolded a mystery on break oh. and had me listen to a part where i was talking
0: on one of the podcasts and you can hear whispering you can hear a whisper when she's talking which is spooky right? yeah i have hardcore goosebumps like Hardcore goosebumps. It was in the last episode, episode 0100. Yeah. Right in the very kind of beginning, within the first minute. It took me a while to hear it, but Mm -hmm. then
1: once you hear it, it's hard to not hear it.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So, now that I'm terrified, you know, I'll go ahead. kind of sounds
0: like a man to me. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I could see that. Definitely more masculine than feminine. Ugh. I more just heard the, the whisper and not, but you think you heard maybe... Some actual words I, it some,
0: sounds like two words. Two
1: words. Yeah. Ugh. It
0: sounds like two words to me. So we're gonna have to send our file in to be
1: like recreated yeah. and get rid of me talking, but see just, what it says. Yeah, yeah. get the zero in on that little little chunk. Yeah. My God, what if there's been whispering in like all of
0: our episodes? you know what? No, there hasn't been. Because I'm pretty like I'm always listening for that because there's another one in that episode where I say go girl or something like, like that, and then right after you hear go. But it sounds like cuz oh <laughs> all over again. But it sound, I think it was me. I think it was me like I said it twice, but like one's like go girl, go girl. Like like something funny. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't what know, but said. I'll have to show you that one too. But oh my I I th- God. it sounds like me are like think. pause, go to it. <laughs> no, no, I think it was I'm just me. Um, I'm not buying but it for I catch, a second. I tried to like cuz I'm always aware of that, like just in case I hear. This is the very first time I've on the 100th episode. I- <laughs> Oh, so it's vaguely a dream come true and also a nightmare come true. I know. Well, things started happening around here recently. So it's like maybe, I don't know. Maybe I summoned someone moved in.
1: <laughs> Ugh. I don't like this soup. I'm going to throw it in the middle of the
0: kitchen. Yeah, that's what happened just the other day.
1: Oh, oh. Okay. okay, Okay. Okay. On to my story. I yeah. can't even concentrate Sorry.
0: now.
1: <gasps> <gasps> okay. This, uh... The story is about Jonathan Bauer. Okay. So, and we are in Maryland, and I think we're around 2021. Okay. I don't have an exact date. This story was published in 2022, mm-hmm. so it may have been then, but anyway, recent. Recent. So, recently. Yeah. I took a picture, because I, I thought he was very attractive as <laughs> He's well. He's a good-looking man. Yeah. Well done, Jonathan. Um So, him and his daughter are driving along the Maryland coast on this particular day. Jonathan is a technology executive at a hospital, so he's probably making some good money. Mm, Even more attractive. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, um, And then his 13-year-old daughter was in the car, Ava, and they were taking advantage of the nice weather. They had the windows down. They were probably rocking on the radio, you know, maybe singing together. That's what I like to think. It's cute. And so they were headed home on this uh, two-lane Route 90 bridge. Okay, two lanes, though. Two lanes, yeah. Okay. So I guess it goes across shallow waters of this, ask a woman, probably said it wrong, bay. (laughs) So and all of a sudden their sort of tranquil fun time driving down the on this bridge uh-huh. was completely i don't know disrupted by the squeal of tires oh. up ahead of them okay and so what they see is this black pickup star is skidding from one lane to another and then it slams into the concrete barrier that goes over the side it's Bun like a top,
0: mm-hmm. it
1: flipped over another SUV,
0: Whoa. and then
1: landed on the passenger side, <gasps> on its side.
0: Oh my gosh. And to
1: make matters worse, the whole thing, sort of, the whole truck went partway off the bridge. <gasps> so the entire cab of the truck uh-huh. and the passenger, the rear passenger uh, doors, I guess, okay. were off the bridge. So it's like teetering teetering there, Mm. like just barely. Jonathan was able to like hit the brakes and started swerving because now it's becoming a pile up. Oh, okay. Um, So there was, he was able to avoid most of the vehicles in his way, but a BMW that smashed into the guardrail Mm -hmm. was kind of on his right and it sort of was sliding back towards him. And so he ended up hitting the bumper of that BMW which caused him to kind of get hit again and so uh-huh. he was just part of this pileup.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: So so he stops the car and immediately like turns to his daughter and is like, Ava, are you okay? Uh-huh. And she's like, I'm fine, Dad. Uh, you know, shaken up yeah. clearly because being in a car accident is wildly scary. Oh yeah, it is. Uh, even just a small car accident. You and I Absolutely. were rear-ended. Yeah. Barely. I mean, pretty decently. It was pretty decently, yeah. Not, I mean, it wasn't crazy or anything no. and that was... I was tricking up. Yeah, Yeah, you know. And so, of course, Ava is pretty shaken, but she's unhurt.
0: That's good. So
1: he gets out of the car. He's feeling unhurt himself Mm -hmm. um, and starts running to the other drivers. Like, are you okay? Are you okay? The BMW driver uh, sort of just shook her head. Yes, I'm okay. But she was almost in too much shock to even talk. Oh, wow. And then they hear this shriek. And they sort of realize it came from that black pickup. Uh and that is now teetering, teetering, resting precariously on the edge of the bridge. So it's about 30 feet to the water
0: from this
1: bridge. Yeah, it's not. And again, these are shallow waters. Yeah. And so the driver's door of this black pickup opens and then the driver's able to get up and get out so he's kind of walking over and unfortunately the guy only speaks Spanish and so he's not able like
0: there's a language barrier yeah
1: there's a language barrier think he's not able to be like are you okay but what he does see is that the man is frantically pointing down to the water (gasps) and so he's freaking out and so Jonathan looks, and what is down there is this two-year-old girl. Is what? B- a two-year-old girl <gasps> bobbing in her car seat.
0: Oh, my gosh. So the
1: car seat was flung out of the car uh-huh. and into, down into the water.
0: Oh, my gosh. And so
1: this little girl is in her cute little pink polka dot dress. <laughs> oh my God. Um, is terrified, and she's kicking and splashing and screaming.
0: I know poor thing
1: and so now there's lots of passengers all like looking down and everyone's like oh my god what are we gonna do and then the toddler in the water's car seat flips over (gasps) and so so now she's completely submerged in the water oh my gosh like
0: buckled in buckled in in, in I know
1: and so she rolls on her stomach and like Jonathan's looking around like what we Who? do is going to do something oh, yeah. and no one's doing anything. I think everyone was in just such shock, yeah. you know. I mean, this is a pretty big accident, yeah. you know. And so he shouts to his daughter, "Stay in the car." And he's going to jump over. Oh shit. <laughs> he's going to So he's trying to like he knows that if he just jumps right into the water, uh-huh. most likely he will be pretty badly injured because it's, the water's, again, only four four feet, you know, and you're jumping 30 feet off of a bridge. And so he tries to go for a uh, belly flop. What? Because he thought that that was kind of the way to slow himself down the most before he goes into the water. Because if he just went feet first, he would just crumple right on his feet. Okay. And... So he executed the most painless belly flop ever. Really? Is what he said. So he jumps off. And then a moment later, he was sort of bouncing off the sandy bottom, completely unhurt.
0: What? So, yeah. <laughs>
1: He's like complete. He was in complete shock. Um, I'm,
0: I was scared to do a belly flop ever. Yeah. So I guess like I'm going to belly flop into four feet of water. and <laughs> yeah. Wow. From okay. 30 feet. Yeah.
1: But I guess it was, he it, did it just right.
0: Dang. Um, okay.
1: And so the the toddler, the little girl uh-huh. is now about 10 feet away from him. Okay. And so he pretty much runs over to her or swims over to her, I should say. And so yeah. probably powerful strokes to get (laughs) that sounded pervy (laughs) so he gets to the little girl and her mouth is half open her eyes are sort of kind of closed and she's not breathing oh my gosh yeah so he gets her out of the car seat and sort of puts her up to his chest Uh with her head on her shoulder Uh and just starts hitting her back okay to just try to get something get Get the water out and he's just thinking, like, come on, come yeah, on, please. And then he hears a retching sound, and it's some of the ocean coming out of this little girl. <gasps> oh. And but she's still not breathing. Oh, what? And so he just continues to just
0: hit, pound her,
1: hit her back. And then after like a few more hits, he hears another like retching noise and then he can tell she's breathing. So, oh, I know. So, and then he said he felt the most beautiful sensation ever of her little fingers, like grasping around him. I know, I was reading the story. and so sweet. So she opened her eyes Uh and he was uh, actually able to focus on him. And so he just held her close to try to keep her as warm as possible oh. and then waited out of the water. Actually, before he was able, even able to make it to shore, a pontoon boat showed up. Mm-hmm. They like, it was a family out, out on a boating excursion and they kind of saw what happened. And so they tooled over to him and they were able to get him up on the boat along with the little girl. I thought was
0: only four feet of water.
1: Well, it's a pontoon boat, so I think oh. it's still able to okay put um, around. Yeah, okay. So they mo they motored over to a boat ramp where an ambulance was waiting, and minutes later, the little girl was taken to the John Hopkins Hospital mm-hmm. in a helicopter. Oh wow! And uh, Jonathan was hugging his own daughter next to all these banged up cars on the bridge. And it turns out the toddler had suffered a broken shoulder, but otherwise was uninjured.
0: Wow. So she made it through.
1: And Ava Uh Bauer was so inspired by her father's actions that four months later, she became a cadet firefighter. So she too could save lives. Aww. That little girl is going to live a whole life because of him. And it's incredible. So I (laughs) know. That's amazing. So he jumped in. Let's isn't he even better looking now that we know he's a hero. Yeah. Oh, good job.
0: <laughs> well good done. job. Wow. That was kind
1: of a short story. No, no, I, I feel, apologize.
0: No, no, don't even <laughs> apologize. That was a great story. Uh, I'm just so I feel so bad for the father because I feel like with that language barrier and him in shock, like he doesn't know what to do in that yeah. instance. So it is very awesome that he took initiative and just he's you like know, i'm going try. in yeah i'm saving her mm-hmm. and i mean that
1: is a mighty jump yeah. i mean 30 feet into four feet of water is yeah you're very it could be a
0: death sentence for you well
1: and what they showed in actually another picture is there was a ton of pillars uh-huh. um that he could have easily hit there was a bunch of rocks that he could have easily hit But he just happened to land in this, like, sandy area then was able to not be hurt at all in this crazy jump
0: that he did. That's crazy. Holy cow. (sighs) My bird. Oh, my poor baby. Oh, my gosh. Your little polka dot. I know. Could you even
1: imagine? And then watching it go, like, flip over, and now you know that she's drowning. Oh, my God.
0: Holy cow. I couldn't even imagine. No. And that's really dangerous, too, like, when people get out of their cars with a back, like, a a pileup because more people could be coming and yeah, it's just, okay.
1: no, it sounded like there was quite a few cars in, in this pileup.
0: Do you know yeah. what happened? Someone just lost control or yeah, it
1: it actually doesn't say what happened. Um, I've seen that though. I remember one time I called up my boyfriend just in complete hysterics and he thought mm-hmm. I was in the car accident because I was so yeah. panicked. I wasn't, but these like, it was clearly some young people. I think they were probably like 18 got onto the freeway and were just going super, super fast. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they were like fucking around in the car or what, mm-hmm. but they just turned a little bit and lost control of the Ugh. car. And then they went over the embankment <gasps> and flipped and ended up completely on the other side of I-5.
0: Oh my gosh. Like,
1: the other way. And then I see this girl get out of the car and just start running. Oh. So I was like, what is going on? And it was just so like. Crazy. S- sudden. and yeah. Scary and every that it was just like. I start crying and freaking out and yeah called my boyfriend and he thought i was in the accident because of my overreaction perhaps no but... no
0: no absolutely not because that's scary you could have just saw someone die yeah. i mean that's traumatic i
1: know it was a relief to see her g- pop out of the car and yeah. start running so i don't know
0: uh... she could have been in shock because when i was in the, when i was younger in a softball tournament this young girl was uh she probably early teens, but she was running across the highway because there was two fields on either side of this busy road. It wasn't a highway, but it was was a road. Busy road. And she got hit. Oh. Someone hit her. And then she stood up and just started apologizing. And we're like, sit down. You just got hit by a car girl. Like sit down. Sit down.
1: I actually I was going to bring it and I was like, "Nah, people know what to do in car accidents because there was another sort of supplementary mm-hmm. uh, article that went with this one. It's oh. like, what to do in a car accident, you know, and What do you do? I mean, Well, the you main get thing is and- call your own insurance. Oh. Sometimes you need to call the police if it's just a fender bender, probably not, but right. if it's a decent one, definitely call the police. Do not talk to people. That was oh. kind of the main thing. Like, a lot of people just automatically take responsibility for it. Yeah. And Even if it wasn't your fault and it's found out later that it's not your fault, if you said it was your fault in the beginning, there's a good chance that you could end up paying for the whole thing. Um, Never talk to the other person's
0: insurance, Uh I guess,
1: is a big thing. Talk to your own insurance, but don't talk to theirs. Okay. And don't say you're not injured because a lot of times you may think you're not injured at the time yeah but then a day or two later you realize that oh in fact I am injured Mm -hmm. and I because you got adrenaline you got all kinds of stuff going through your body in a car accident well when
0: I got rear-ended on the highway I I was in complete shock and she was like are you okay I'm like yeah I mean I was just so I didn't feel anything because yeah of course yeah like you said I'm like yeah I'm, I'm okay and then we got insurances and phone numbers and stuff and then i left and i was crying and called nicholas he's like should you be driving i'm like i don't think so <laughs> probably <not. laughs> i probably shouldn't be driving right now I gotta be home. No, that's exactly right i just wanted to be home i just wanted it to be over i wanted to relax but then i went to to get x-rays done and such like that and i had you know some issues with my neck and shoulders and such so uh yeah yeah, you, do,
1: oh, you don't know it. And it yeah. usually takes a couple days for mm-hmm. some injuries to start showing themselves. Right. Yeah, so never say that you're not injured. Yeah. Um And what was the other one? Take lots of pictures. And try yes. to diagram it if you can.
0: I took a lot of pictures, but I mean, for me, like the damage, it looked like it wasn't that bad, but it was forceful enough that my glasses like flew off and I yeah. couldn't find them. And so I'm like, if someone hit, I mean, that must have been a little fast if... Well, and your car is
1: meant to take the brunt of it, you right, know, unfortunately right, right. you've got, you know, a nice Toyota yeah. that does that, but still, I mean, yeah, ugh, I've been rear-ended probably like six or seven mm-hmm. times. It sucks.
0: But she, uh, she did take all the blame. She's like, I'm so sorry. I was reaching for something and wasn't looking and yeah. I'm like.
1: Don't say any of that. That's exactly that's, what you shouldn't be saying. I know, but
0: that's what I told her insurance people when they took my yeah. statement. Like, that's what she told me. I mean, so. almost
1: always, if it's a rear-ender, you know, uh, yeah, you've been I rear-ended, mean, it's almost always the person's fault mm-hmm. who rear-ended you. Yeah. But, yeah,
0: don't take the blame. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did not take no blame. I'm like, you hit me, girl. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, what... We got off. Sorry. Uh,
1: <laughs> well, car accidents, yeah, yeah. water, all kinds of craziness
0: drowning this episode i know so sad i
1: don't want to drown don't yeah hard pass i won't i won't drown
0: good uh all right (laughs) so here's to episode 101 right and yeah and here's to
1: going back and listening to every single episode to listen for more whispers there's no
0: whispers i i said i am diligent i am i am listening for so you're saying this
1: ghost just moved in
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Someone's chilling here. Maybe it's the heat. Maybe you brought it. I don't know. Yeah. I need to find someplace cool. Yeah. Caitlin's pretty cool. Thank you. We've been here for like two years, so it's weird to all of a sudden be experiencing something. So. Mm. Mm-hmm. Ah. Okay. See you guys next time. Goodbye.
1: Bye-bye. Ghost.